TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Can't find nothing on the radio. You'll turn to that station. Radio you can touch. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. We'll talk a lot today as soon as Jeff is capable. I have to go to the bathroom. Jeff Lutz. You're not making any sense. Oh, that's true. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Are you ready? Let's go! Hello, everybody. Welcome to Monday edition the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH Radio. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz, your co-host. Max Power, producing engineering. 869-1240 is the phone number. I like these new promos they're running on for KFH where the... The folks talk about how great our sports. Wonder who they is. hired to do that. Well, I don't know, but our sports coverage is wonderful, uh, isn't it? it, it no inflection at all in the voice. Well, I'd, I'd probably say take two, and uh, let's uh, let's try to get a little more upbeat. That voiceover process is uh, is exhaustive. You got to sort through a lot of uh, different candidates. Well, no, here's what I'd say. I've been through that before. If, well, you're a terrible voiceover guy. I'm not. I'm not a voiceover guy. If they came to me, here's what I'd say: KFH gives you the best sports coverage in Wichita. But they're not supposed to sound like that. No one talks like that. They're supposed to now, sound you're like. supposed to sound like. KFH gives you. Yeah, they're straight, supposed to sound like people talking to one another. KFH gives you really when, good. When sports I come up coverage. to you and say, "Hey, Bob, check out KFH for your KFH sports KFH needs." KFH gives you really good sports coverage. We hope you'll listen. But no, you, it's like, hey, do you know KFH has really good sports okay. content? Uh, we'll we'll find someone else. What a what a joke! I think you're a joke. You think I'm a joke? Yeah, that was an unfair portrayal of that of of that whole situation. Does Max have any of them to run? I don't know, but I've heard a couple. I know what you're talking about, but it's like, hey, you know, if you want to listen. I mean, to they handed sports, him a few words and said, "Would you mind?" Was this locally done? No, no chance. Well, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd like to know more you go about online, it. You get a voiceover actor, you try him out, and you pick one. No, these people are voiceover actors. Absolutely. I want you to sound near dead as you no, read they're talk. It's a conversation. They're conversing with, hey, you know that uh, KFH has pretty good sports talk. That's how you talk around the water cooler. You wouldn't go up to some, hey, Mike. Stop you listen with to that. Jim Rome today, bud. You sound like a moron. I, that's what I'm saying. And I, and I use that word very delicately. Because nobody wants to be called that. Well, that's what I get it. But that's what you wanted them to sound like, apparently. No, I want them to say KFH has really good sports coverage. Like they're excited about do it. Do we, though? Sure, we do. Okay. Around the clock, almost. Yeah. I mean, the sports coverage here is incredible. Use that. Maybe they should. I don't know. Maybe they should have asked us to. Maybe this whole conversation will be the next hey, promo. Max, do you have any of those that we could run or not? Um, Are those just embedded? I think they're embedded. I'll, I'll look for them. I tried to find Tony to ask, but I would say it's like when you hear the radio stations where the artists go, oh, this is me. And I, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, but put a little, yeah, I put think a little it is something all. in it. 
you know, people that just get crying out loud. That's like me going, well, the Cardinals are playing okay. I mean, come on. Well, they are. Yeah, but if if that's the case, and they are pitching okay, they're not hitting much. Who cares? Uh, But I'll say this. Man, the Cardinals pitching has looked pretty good so far. There. That's all you need. Cardinals pitching's looked pretty good so far. There you go. Just as yeah, it can be as understated. You don't need to be. You, Cardinals look like they have decent pitching. I think. I mean, you're again. You're. I can't exaggerating. Stand, you know, I've always had a thing against people who are just meek, and and don't want to reach out and don't want to take a chance and don't want to be heard. I, I just I don't. Those people. Some bottom. people don't want to be heard or don't need to be heard or don't feel like being but heard. But you understand why those people kind of bother me. Nothing against them necessarily. Well, you just said a lot against them. They're probably fine people, but if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna step forward in this world, you can't just sit in the shadows. Look at that. How would you describe? I your think I wife? have some. Not meek at all. What is she? She's perfect. She knows exactly what to say and when to say. Is it. she a confrontational person? No, absolutely okay, not. Okay, then. I'm just trying to establish the line because Debbie's one of the softest, sweetest, most softest? caring. She'll knock your head off. You walk up to her and call her soft sometime and see what happens. Why wouldn't? Why would that bother her? You'll lose an eye. Is what's going to happen? I Max, would... let's hear a couple of them. KFH's sports coverage is the best. They always keep me updated with all the latest happenings. KFH is my number one station for sports. They always have the latest news and the best analysis. Uh, Unbelievable. (laughs) Just can't get enough of KFH's sports coverage. They always keep me in the loop. They always keep me in the loop. Yeah, those are definitely just happy about it. Thank you, Max. Like he just learned the word loop. He doesn't even know the meaning of loop. They always keep me in the loop. What's loop? It's what they do. It's what we do. Keep that guy in the loop. He doesn't even know what loop means. You can tell by the way he said it. You want me to read? Okay, they keep me in the loop. Isn't that crazy? They hired somebody to do that? Well, I'd like to hear more about it. That's all I'm saying. I want things. Maybe it was AI. Who knows? Well, it could be AI. That's a very good thought. That may be, hey, here's what we want AI to say. Go for it. Just throw it in and we'll, we'll pop it out. All right, here's what we have for you today on the show as we wind down the college basketball season, the high school basketball season. Uh, Lots of stuff going on. Brian Green, the Wichita State baseball coach, joins us at 225. They salvaged a third game yesterday against nationally ranked Iowa, came back and won that game handily after playing, probably should have had the game against Virginia on Friday, Got away from a, a little bit on, on Saturday against Auburn. So two, uh, one and two on that trip. Brian Green joins us at 225. At 245, Brett Flory, the boys basketball coach at Derby. Panthers have picked a good time to get hot going into sub-state play. Uh, so we'll talk to Brett Flory coming up in a moment. They look to me like they got a pretty good path to the 6A state tournament. He won't agree with that, but uh, I've done my research. You have. I've. I've looked at the brackets. I can't say I know them by heart. No, I do. So I don't remember who's Der- who Derby's uh, playing. That's That should be a promo. Bob Lutz knows this who's stuff Derby by got? heart. Round one. Bob Lutz knows that's this stuff thought. by heart. Who they that's got? That's what they ought to who say. Who they got? 
I don't know. They got uh, campus in the second round, most likely. That's a tough game. Uh, three twenty-five. We'll have a Bob and Jeff draft. I am. Uh, I just probably lost interest in this because I'm just killing it. What do you mean? I've won like four or five in a row. Well, who cares? What's the category? I'll pick one here in a little bit. So we'll do a Bob and Jeff draft. What will it be? I don't know. You always pick sports, though. No, I'm not going to pick sports today. Good. I watched a great uh, documentary, two of them, yesterday on Netflix. Without sports, you can delve into those. American Nightmare, have you seen that? Of course. You saw that? Yeah, I saw it. pretty good. A few weeks ago. And then they have a, a documentary about drummers. Have you watched that one? I have not. I didn't know, I didn't know that existed. Count or something like that. Uh, fantastic. Who was featured in that? Well, the two drummers that were most featured were John Bonham and uh, <laughs> what band? The Who, Tommy or Moon, uh, Keith Moon. Keith Moon. No Don Henley mention. I know that's what you're fishing for. Well, you know I did my good Don Henley deed today. Had Ringo Starr. What'd you do? What'd you do with Don Henley? Well, I didn't like the uh, the story that uh, the Associated Press put up initially because it focused. Uh, on his arrest, primarily. What story? The AP story about his, he testified in the lyrics trial today. And the story was all about how he was arrested, didn't even get to the actual trial until Graph 11. So I sent out a little email. To the AP? To the writer of the story. You did? I did. And the story has now been drastically changed. Well, that's just pathetic. I, I didn't censor. I didn't like it. It was sensational. You liked it. Well, I can express my opinion. You can edit it for your uh, purposes. I've never heard of anybody emailing the AP saying, "No, it wasn't for us. Uh, we didn't use that." Um, it was. I was sending it as a fan. Well, I would. You and know what journalist. I would have said? Had I been the AP, I got Did you your read fan. it. No, I didn't read it. It was pathetic. I got your fan. This was the. I'll look at it later. I don't have time. I got a lot going Eagles on. Eagles Don Henley testifies that a poor decision led to his 1980 arrest. That was the headline. Is he on trial? Well, that's ridiculous. Uh, good job. Whatever. Thank whatever you, you needed and to do. And the headline's been changed. The story's been changed. Yeah, whatever. I'm 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 okay with it. Uh, it's fine. Thank you. I, I don't feel think good about I watched a second of sports over the weekend except for and I'm thankful I did this uh, the KUK State women's game you didn't watch the Shockers yesterday I did watch the Shockers oh, some of it I, I can't watch the Shockers <laughs> I watched the end of it I no, watched no, the I watched base minutes oh, yeah I watched the Cardinals I guess I did watch sports. watched every pitch of two spring but training the, games. the uh, women's game Lynette Woodard was at the table uh, with the commentators for a good amount of time, and I love that. Of course. As she's getting some notoriety as Caitlin Clark closes in on her record. Right. College and basketball. the record. And she'll break in it. In women's college basketball. She's close to breaking it, right? 30 points or something, 20. Um, but, yeah, that's the record. Lynette has the record. I hate it when I sound old. No, I agree with you. Lynette Woodard is... Does not get the accolade she deserves. Well, it's too bad. It's too she bad in that because era. Because in the men's game, 
the pioneers of the men's of men's college basketball get their due. It's kind of the coaches on the women's side, Pat Summit, Tara Vanderveer, some of the others. Well, you, I tell you what, you pull Tara Vanderveer aside next time you're around her and ask her about Lynette Woodard. Well, I'm not arguing no, with no, you. I'm I'm telling you. I try to be a voice of reason in these things occasionally. Pull her aside. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I'm, but my my whole uh, mission in life is to figure out why people do things. Lynette Woodard averaged more than 24 points. Maybe, I think I got that right. It could be 26. More than 10 rebounds in her career. It might be 12. And five steals uh, per game in her career. Can you imagine five steals a game for your career? That's pretty darn good. There's no questioning her greatness. When I played her one-on-one, I protected the ball. There were no, no steals. steals. No steals. Yeah, right. No, seriously. She picked your pocket like it was a bag of Skittles. I remember that. Ve- totally. Well, she still whooped you. She so still it won, really, but no, really there, were no, there were no steals. Well, yeah, because you just got the ball at the top of the key and shot. It's not like no, you No, I tried to you don't, I tried to work the ball inside you some. Don't, you don't dribble. Of course I dribble. Then she would have stolen it. I may have gotten a steal or two against her. Oh, I I wouldn't uh, doubt it. Now, Absolutely. She may have rumor has it she may have dominated the boards. Uh, but I don't remember that for sure. Well, because she didn't miss and you did. So she did dominate the boards. Well, I mean even when she missed uh, there was a couple that she probably snuck in there and got the offensive rebound. It sounds like you didn't even score in this game. It was 30-16. to 16. Why'd you play to 30? I don't know. We played by twos. All right. How do you remember the score? I just do. I'll never forget the score. I was in it for a little bit. I think it was 2 nothing me once. Yeah, but then, probably. Yeah, it was. It's like he got game. You score a couple, and then it's just domination after that. I hung with her for a little bit, uh, she but was, not not she long. She was toying with you. She may, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go there. I'm not, I'm not gonna downgrade myself. Okay, well then, yeah, you hung right with. I her. don't know why you feel the need to downgrade me, or diminish what I've done. Because I just do. I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, when I was working at the Derby Daily Reporter, we had a young woman. A tennis player at Derby High School. Her name's Julie Woodman. She was out really good, like really good. Okay. And I challenged her to a match. And got killed. In tennis. Why well, do you I, do this? Why are you, uh, Bob, what was the guy's name? Bobby, Bobby Riggs. Riggs. Why well, do it, you, was, it was on the heels of Bobby Riggs. Why are you like that? <laughs> what do you think you have good to copy, prove? copy, man. No. Terrible copy. Good copy. It was well. Why do I remember? I guarantee if you called Julie Woodman right now. By the way, she's a Facebook. You think there's some columnist out in Iowa City or Ames or Des Moines? Oh, I'm going to take on Caitlin Clark. That would be shot down so fast. (laughs) What do you need to embarrass yourself and our publication? How does it embarrass the publication? I don't know. It's just a bad idea. Isn't it fun? It's it's a little sexist. It's a little see that's. There, that you've taken it too far. It is like, oh, I'm a man. I can beat this woman. I, I'm a, I'm a non-athlete, average white guy. Do you guy. think I went into either of those thinking I was going to win? One hundred percent. You really do. Yes. You think I thought 
I was going to win a tennis match against Julie Woodman. No question. When I sucked at tennis. No question in my mind. I thought I believe that. I thought going into that game against Lynette Woodard, probably the best, in my opinion, the best women's basketball player of all time. You think I thought I had a shot? Yes, <laughs> I do. Why That's do it? For the good copy. Oh, uh, predictable is good copy? You know that Bill McKay wrote a column about it? Who? Bill McKay used to work Why at the Why didn't you write a column about I wanted, it? Because I wanted him to. All right. That's bizarre, but okay. Shouldn't I've you gotten be? great fodder off of that for years, Lynette. When I see her, it's one of the first things we talk about. Are you kidding? She loved it. But I still believe that you thought you would win, yes. No, absolutely no, not. Yes, a little part of you. No. There's no way. No. I know you too well. There's absolutely no chance. Now, the game against Lynette, I thought I might do a little better than I did. The tennis match against Julie, no way. No way. What was that for? Ah, just, you know. Did you write about that? Of course I did. Again, good copy. Uh, mm, That's what you're looking for. I'd have to read it to tell you if it was good copy. You're looking for good copy. I guess. Something to entertain the readers. If you have to put yourself out there and get a little shellacked in the process, oh, well. I still know, yeah. You thought you'd win. You'd never do that. I. Uh, you would have never said to Jackie Styles, Jackie. Right, I lace, wouldn't have. Let's lace them up. Exactly. You're 100 percent correct. Although I did uh, almost. That's called fear. No, it's not. It's called what's the what's the point here? No, that's called fear. I almost uh, once thought about. I don't know if I took the idea to anybody. Maybe I, Joanna, uh, playing Connor Frankamp and horse. He'd have. He would that would have been a laughable moment. Oh, I would have easily no, got an H on him. You wouldn't have done anything. <laughs> oh, who knows? That would have been awful. Now that would have been awful. <laughs> yeah. That but still good copy. No, that's not even good copy. Why not? Because first of all, it, no it, there's nothing interesting about it. I would have hung. No. You wouldn't have hung. I would have hung right in. No, nah, he would have killed you. It would have been over in five shots, and uh, that would have been it. Well, and that would have been fun. No, that's not fun. That's funny. If he What's beats me in five shots. you in the game for a little while against Lynette Woodard, and uh, then she, you know, maybe starts to take it Try. a little more seriously and uh, blows you out. But that's okay. That was good copy. Didn't you say you could do it with one hand tied behind your back? No, of course not. Are you sure? Of course I am. I had the utmost respect for Lynette Woodard and still do to this day. Well, I would hope She's so. He's the best basketball player I ever played one-on-one against. <laughs> Duh. No, I'm, and I played against some good people. Like who? Like, like uh, some uh, James Lister who played at Friends back in the day out of liberal Kansas. One of the quickest the he player. he beat you too. No, we played we played a lot. I went to I told you I went to the Garvey Gym at Friends when it was the YMCA back in the day, long time ago, and played there almost every afternoon, every lunch period. I was Good a stuff. I was a basketball guy. Yeah, sure. For a while, I remember. 
So don't be uh, knocking. play some ball. Don't be knocking around, man. I don't have time for it. My bad. We're going to take a break. When we return, we'll talk Shocker baseball with their head coach, Brian Green, Wichita State 3-3 three and three on the young season. They uh, have a game against Oral Roberts in Tulsa on Wednesday and their first home series this weekend at X Stadium against Utah Tech. Brian Green next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. Brian Green, Wichita State baseball coach. They're a 3-3 three three coming off a 1-2 weekend in Jacksonville against some really good competition. Brian, welcome. How are you? I'm great, guys. Thanks for having us on. And uh, Monday day off and then uh, get back to work with uh, Oral Roberts Wednesday and then uh, the home opener weekend uh, against Utah Tech starting on Friday. So, busy week. We've gone from... Um, being new and, and not playing to right in the thick of the season. And it's, uh, it's, it's fast forward. Here we happens, go. Happens quickly. Uh, so I was really impressed by uh, your offense over the weekend in Jacksonville against some very good teams, some good pitching staffs. Uh, it looks like you, you've given uh, pretty much everybody a shot. What's, uh, what's, your, what's your opinion of things after six games with the offense? Yeah, we, we like our position core. Uh, we went into the season really with an intent of 12 to 13 guys early. Uh, I think that number has gone up to 15, um, and we're still going to be working for just that, that combination. It, it, it's looking like uh, right now, and again, it always changes, guys, but um, you know, clearly right now, after six games, Derek Williams and Gustafson Stroh and, and, uh, and David Johnson are, are very good players for us right now. Um, but we've got some guys who have contributed off the bench in the outfield. But I, I think you're still going to see a, a little bit of a rotation over the course of the next two, three weeks. We're, we're, we're going to score some runs. Um, our guys have bought into an approach, and they're tough. They compete, and, and we're really optimistic about what we've seen. You know, over two weeks on the road, we've seen uh, mix. We've seen left. We've seen right. We've seen power. Uh, we've seen specialists. We've really seen a lot of variety, and our guys have been able to handle most of it, particularly with us being as left-handed as we are. We've been able to, to fend off left-handed pitching. We saw some premier left-handed pitching this weekend, so that was a real positive. Um, we've got to shore up our infield defense, and we're still trying to find that combination of having defenders in there and still not being too defensive and not offensive enough, so we're still really trying to find that. I think that's probably our biggest goal as we move into this week uh, and move closer towards conference play is improving our infield defense. But there's a lot to like about this team. And I think the fans are really going to enjoy watching them play. They play hard. 
Yeah, so uh, we obviously know that uh, as far as the coaching staff goes, there's no link to uh, to Gene and the and previous staffs. But to me, it feels like this is the most Gene team since Gene left. There's a lot of guys that were maybe overlooked. There's guys that are kind of getting that first chance. I know uh, that doesn't apply to everybody. You have some really big time recruits, but uh, is, can that be an identity kind of in year one? Just a team that uh, kind of has nothing to lose. That is a, that is so awesome that you just said that. Uh, that makes us really happy because, you know, Gene has been such a big part of, of our thing. Um, you know, he's been in my house a few times and he's spoken to the team and, and he's been, he hasn't missed an inning of scrimmage uh, in the spring or the fall and he, he's got a beat on our team. But um, I listen to him all the time. You know, he's a mentor and I mean, he's one of the best coaches in the history of this game and I've got, I've got a free opportunity to listen to him and, one of the things that he said, guys, and he has said it multiple times, he said, Coach, uh, you've got to play everybody. Some guys are going to surprise you, and some guys uh, are going to surprise you the other way. But either way, you've got to play them, and you got to play them all. And if it's a pressure situation and you don't think they can handle it, that's exactly the time you need to put them in because you need to find out over the next five weeks. Um, he's reminded us how he went 7-11 and 11, uh, before, you know, reeling off 73 wins and, and going to Omaha. But – um, I, I listen to a lot of things that coach says, and, and that's one of them is play everybody. And we've been really intentional with that. But to your point in that question on the, on the, the second part of it is, uh, yeah, this is a grindy team. Uh, we don't have any high profile. We, we weren't concerned with perfect game rankings. We're concerned with mentality and, and makeup and hard work and, and having an attitude and a chip and, I think we're leading the country and hit by pitch right now. I'm really happy with that. That's a, that's a toughness indicator, and it'll also create some predictability at the plate. Um, we're tough with two strikes. We've executed, and we've, we're done really well with two outs in terms of two-out RBI situations. So for you to say that we look like a gene team, that's, uh, that's quite a compliment, and I hope we can continue that trend, and I hope the players are listening today on our day off. Talking now with Brian Green from Wichita State, maybe an area that – you don't exactly look like a Gene team. I don't know that after six games he ever had 17 pitchers uh, toe the rubber, but that's exactly where you are. So you're looking at everybody. How much is the early season in college baseball a little bit like spring training in Major League Baseball? Is there a comparison in your mind with that? I think it really depends, guys, on um, on where you are and, and, you know, what your league looks like in terms of automatic bids and, and regional bids and hosts and things like that. And for us, I, I think there'll be a little more continuity moving forward. But um, we certainly are treating it that way. And, and we're not we're certainly not uh, taking any games lightly and, and and not thinking about winning every game. But at the at the end of the day, I'm really taking note of, of what Coach is talking about, and, and, and I'm, I'm at peace with it. And that's knowing that we're going to be better in two months if we give a lot of people opportunities right now so we know exactly what we have, you know. And with 35 new players on this team, uh, of which essentially you have Mauricio and, and – and Caden really is the only guys who truly really had success and contributed. I know Seth's been on the field and so is Gus and Rogers a little bit a few years ago, but um, not a lot of experience. So it's just been really important to us to play everybody. I, I think with those 17 arms that have towed the mound, you know, we, we hope to get that down to 12. Uh, we'll, we can make that happen, but um, we've got an opportunity, I think, to be pretty balanced on the mound left and right. Um, and at the plate, we're really trying to – 
really formulate for us because we're so left left-handed on the roster is to make sure that uh, that we're in position to be able to platoon um, on certain days or at least uh, match that up with with more right-handers in the lineup. So um, it's been really fun. I, I I haven't looked at it the data, but I I'm assuming that in six games there have been six completely different lineups. Um, and I think we're up to 15 position players that have been on the field as well. What does a, a midweek game give you an opportunity maybe to do in the pitching staff? You've had the same guys in the weekend rotation. It seems like uh, Caden is pretty locked in in the Friday spot, at least for now. How fluid is is the weekend rotation, and what are you kind of looking to do in, in the midweek moving forward? Yeah, you know, the the midweek situation for Wichita State here uh, for us is just, um, you know, a lot of times you, you – you get experience in midweeks and, and, uh, and you get some new guys in there. And, and then when you're at Wichita state, it's Oklahoma state, Oklahoma, Kansas, Kansas state, and Oral Roberts and, and Nebraska. So, uh, for us, it's, it'll be an opportunity to, for this week, it's a Wednesday. Uh, you'll see a staff situation, uh, typically on a Tuesday, that would be somebody potentially trying out for a, for a weekend job in two weeks. Um, but this weekend or this week, uh, on Wednesday, you'll see, five, six, maybe seven pitchers, just given that it's Wednesday and we can keep people fresh for the weekend. Uh, moving into the weekend, yeah, Favors has been as solid as anybody in the country. Uh, he's been really good. Both sides of the plate would change and, and breaking ball, and uh, he's kept both left and right off balance. Zhang has been pretty good, uh, obviously really good against Little Rock. Uh, was much better than uh, than his line shows uh, yesterday, but the feel wasn't there, and and he was missing by an inch or two, and uh, it was a really tight zone all weekend for all of the pitchers. And uh, and then Tommy's got to get better. He's got great stuff, and he's a great competitor, but uh, he's had two of the same type of outings where he's been overpumped. So um, excited about other guys potentially. You know, uh, Michael Mulholland, who we haven't seen yet, or Brady Hamilton, who closed it off yesterday, and maybe a Tom Dobbs. Uh, there, there are certainly some options for us, both left and right-handed. Wichita State baseball coach Brian Green, our guest. How important, you mentioned that you don't have many players that Shocker fans are very familiar with, but Mauricio Milan is one of those. How important was it for him to return, not only at the very important position that he plays as a catcher, but also his leadership with a team that's just kind of getting to know one another? Uh, how important is it to have that guy like Mauricio who's uh, so 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 much a leader and has experience in the program and can kind of lead things on the field. You know, when you're when you're a new coach, you you look at numbers a lot and you look at previous stats and you and you you have questions and you wonder like, man, how how did how did Mauricio catch 54 games? I mean, how could they just how could they do that to him and beat him up like that? And then uh, the first game of the spring happens, and Mo is catching. And I told the coaches after that, I said, "That's why he caught 54 games last year. Uh, he is to your to your question and to your point. Uh, what a leader! Um, just a, a positive teammate, a great worker, a great communicator. Uh, how important has he been to our culture? Uh, it's been everything." He was the glue early on. Uh, he was the one guy that the freshmen could look to, and, and he he brought them in with open arms and, and said, this is how we want to do it around here. And um, him, along with Stroh and Favors and Rogers, 
um, have really enabled us to have a, a great vibe, and, and the fans will see that. You know, with 35 new players, typically pretty hard to bring a team together. This team acts like they've been playing together for three years. There's a ton of energy, and, and it's pretty optimistic. So, But I think Mo is really the backbone of that in the fall, and I think Seth Stroh and Jordan Rogers and Cade Favors were also a part of that um, and really enabled us to, to kind of hit the ground running culturally. Is there a reason, do you think, uh, Coach, for so many hit-by-pitches? Uh, usually it's just, a, you know, maybe a pitcher losing command or control for a pitch. Maybe it's work, a guy working inside. Do you think there's a reason for that, uh, why more teams have more hit-by-pitches than others? Well, I can certainly tell you that um, you're going to see Wichita State Shockers get hit-by-pitches quite a bit uh, as long as we're here on the offensive side. Um you know, there, there are, are, if you look at the top offenses in the country annually, uh, typically every year, the, the teams who score the most runs are also somewhere in that top five or 10 in HBP. And I, and I think it's not only that maybe you're on the plate and protecting it's the outer half where the, where the game is played, but um, there, there's also a component of your hitters waiting as long as they can before they make moves. And if your hitters are waiting a really long time, they're making late decisions. And if, they're making later decisions. They're not chasing pitches. And the next thing you know, we're getting more walks and, and getting on base more. And I know personally as a hitting coach, I, I, I think it was both Kentucky and New Mexico State. We led the country in HBP at both of those schools. And um, that's a big deal for us, you know, because it creates some predictability on the, on the pitching side. And we start piling those numbers up. Those pitching coaches are going to maybe – we better just stay on the outer half. And when – and all of us as baseball people know that when the when the pitch is being delivered at the same consistent uh, part of the plate, uh, it's a lot easier to hit. So we work hard on that, and that was a cultural thing, you know. And and waiting as long as you can, and there's some safety involved as well as you know doing it the right way so you don't get hurt. And, but the rules in uh, in the game protect you against that. Anyways, you can't try to get hit anymore like uh, like those those teams in the West Coast used to do. <laughs> Brian Green, uh, our guest, last question, I, I, and it's kind of a selfish question because when, when Darnell Parker Jr. committed to Wichita State uh, last year, we had him on the show, and we were just uh, flabbergasted at his poise and, and the way he uh, described himself and his enthusiasm for coming to Wichita State. I know he's uh, off to a bit of a slow start, although he did homer in a game. Uh, is he a kid that you see with a really bright future? Yes. Yeah, we do. You know, um, like I said, we're just, we're really in a, in a, a position to try to figure out what we have. You know, I, I, if you look at us defensively, you know, some version of Johnson and Parker uh, and Dernan and, and Rogers, you know, those would be kind of your second, third and shortstop infielders. You know, Darnell really comes and gets the ball better than anyone that we have. He's got the most personality of anyone we have. You know, he had a really rough game on Friday, and we just didn't feel – and he was – I mean, he was wearing it. You know, there was a piano on his shoulders because he threw two balls away that uh, led to runs. And in the eighth inning, I think if he plays catch, we we probably win. And But that's baseball, and, and we weren't down on him. And I wanted to protect him, to be quite honest. And, uh, you know, you'll see him back out there again this week. I think he's got a huge future. Uh, we recruited him heavily, and um, I think he's got a chance to be a really special defender. And I uh, just want to see him take a little bit, maybe a little little off his, his shoulders and, and just uh, be a little more comfortable in playing. And I think you'll see that out of him. Same thing with Dernan. 
um, we've got some talented freshmen, and uh, but you're going to see all those guys on the field, yeah. But D's got a big future, I think, and uh, and he's got a great personality, and, and we'll get him back out there this week. Oral Roberts in Tulsa Wednesday night, then home for the season opening home series against Utah Tech. Looks like you're going to get some good weather. That's always a plus here in late February, early March. Brian, thank you for coming on today. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the opportunity. We'll see everyone at Eck this weekend. Go Shocks. Thanks. All right. Brian Green, Wichita State baseball coach. I like him a lot. Good. Yeah, thanks. I'm sure he's happy about that. Uh, when a coach takes a job in Wichita, one of the first things uh, they are told is make sure Jeff Lutz likes you. And uh, I'm not an easy mark. You no, know. It he's takes off, a lot to win me over. He's off and running. No doubt. Quit kicking the table. I'm not kicking any table. No, there are no, really help. There are no tables. Quit kicking whatever you're kicking. I'm not kicking anything. The noise that you make down here is irritating as all get well, out. How do you even hear it? You're old and you have earphones on. Here's Brett Flory, the boys basketball coach at Derby, who may have saved Jeff's life because I'm about ready to bring it. Hey, Brett, how are you? I'm doing well, but I can sympathize. I was always accused of my leg jiggling under the dinner table when I was a kid and suffered many a threat from my father and mother, so I understand. <laughs> well, let me tell you, we didn't bring you people into the world to irritate us. You know you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. It's our fault entirely. Yep. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's talk about your basketball team because uh, you've had a few ups and downs this year but you seem to be really kind of figuring it out at the optimum time of the season. Uh, tell us how that's come together. Uh, um, we've got a just a wonderful group of kids um, that have really in the last, you know, two or three weeks um, unified in a big time way. Um, we had a little adversity. We uh, ended up without, um, you know, someone who had been our leading scorer um, and, at that point, the season looked pretty bleak, but um, we were five and six at that point. Um, since then, we've uh, won eight out of nine and easily could have been uh, nine out of nine. We lost an overtime game to May South that we kind of let get away from us uh, in the last minute of regulation where we were up five. But, um, you know, the main thing is that just the, it's been a true team effort, um, complete unselfishness. Our defense has been really, really good. And, um, you know, they've just found a way to win the close ones. And then they've had some uh, where we've been able to blitz uh, some other teams pretty well. And uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. That's the main thing. And win or lose, it's been so much fun um, over the last few weeks. Yeah, you talked about a team effort, and that's kind of where I was going to go. And you lose a big offensive piece. It's not typically that one one guy can replace that production. So how much have you needed kind of the whole team to not only provide the, the offensive thump maybe, but like you said, the defense. So uh, if you if you lack some scoring, it won't be too bad. Yeah, that's what's been huge is everyone's elevated their game just a little bit. Um, you know, Mason Anderson, a senior for us, has uh, been tremendous. Um, but on days where he's been a little bit off, um, you know, Caden Franklin, uh, our big kid, has been a just a double-double machine. He's had an 18-rebound game, a 16-rebound game, um, you know, most, uh, multiple, you know, 10, 12, up to I think 26 point uh, was his high um, this season. Um, 
you know, Jack O'Willing's been right there and, and many other guys have, have chipped in, but um, it's, it's really been an elevation of everyone else's game um, to help make up for um, some scoring that we lost. And defensively, we've really um, picked up uh, probably defending as well as a team that, that, as I've ever had right now. Um, and we can do it in a lot of ways, full court pressure, half court pressure, um, even some, some matchup zone, which is not something we've typically done in the past and been able to kind of mix and match those um, to, to help us be successful. Talking high school basketball with Brett Floyd, the head coach of the boys at Derby High School. They uh, have Dodge City coming in Wednesday evening. And then uh, if they get that one, they'll face the winner of Campus Garden City in the sub-state championship game coming up Saturday. So how does the uh, western bracket of Class 6A look to you? We know Heights is going to be very good. They have a potential rematch in their sub-state with Southeast, the only team to have beaten Heights this year. So that's interesting. Uh, Junction City maybe has flown under the radar a little bit. They're 18-2. and two. You've got Wichita Northwest, which beat Capon. Uh, Mays is playing better. What, what are your thoughts on Class 6A in the West? Yeah, I think you're exactly right in that uh, there is certainly um, danger in every bracket um, for, for every team, I think. Um, there's... You know, Heights obviously has been the the premier team in the West all year long, and and with good reason. But um, you know, the one team that's defeated them sits opposite them, so I'm sure that has their attention. And then uh, I know Coach Perez out of Junction City, he's uh, a good friend of mine, has done just a spectacular job um, with with that team, and that program. But I know he's a little um, nervous about the fact that a conference rival, Manhattan, um, sits right opposite them, and and that. Um, pod there and obviously in ours if we were fortunate enough to win and and the game uh, on the other side went the way that you think it might um, that would set up an absolute monstrous sub-state final um, in ours uh, in the rivalry game with campus potentially so um, obviously we have to you know focus on the task right now which is prepping for a Dodge City team that plays a unusual style and a, a zone that's a little bit hard to figure out that we're working on right now. But, um, you know, if we were fortunate enough to win, it certainly could set up a very interesting day on Saturday. So you played uh, McPherson closer than anybody. You played May South closer than anybody. Um, I don't think either of those teams lost a game. But uh, mm -hmm. how, how comfortable or how close did you, did, uh, did you think you were to finishing those games? Sorry, I stuttered there. And what do you think happens the next time maybe you're in a situation like that? Uh, you know, it's, we, we certainly have acquired our fair share of battle scars over the course of the year. Um, it's no, no moral victories, obviously, but when you look at it, uh, we've four of our seven losses are to teams that are combined 40-0 and 0 right now. Um, and the other ones, uh, Hutchinson um, has, uh, was 14-6. and six. Um, campus finished up uh, 12 and 8. You know, so we we didn't, and Andover Central finished up 13 and 7. So we we didn't lose to a bad team all year without question. Um, but you know, in those games, um, you know, three out of the four, we had a really good chance to win. Um, we lost the opener by one at Mac, where we had a, a shot at the end to potentially win. Um, a call maybe didn't go our way. Um, we had uh, another matchup with McPherson in the semifinals of their tournament where 
we're down uh, two, and we have, uh, well, I think, under two minutes left. And we had two great looks from three to take the lead, and neither of them went down. And then, um, obviously, the one at home against May South, where we were up five late and uh, just kind of let that one slip away from us. So, um, you know, we feel like we've been right there with some of the very best, and um, hopefully we've learned some lessons in those close games about what we can do better, and we've we've worked on some things and made some adjustments that – Hopefully, if we're in that position again, that, that we'll be able to close out some of those games. But um, that's, if nothing else, though, it's built a, a mental toughness level in our kids right now that I think is serving us well. Final moments here with Brett Floor, the boys basketball coach at Derby. They've got uh, a very good team, 13-7, and seven, trying to get back to the 6A state tournament. They have Dodge City on Wednesday night. Potentially campus, which has been Derby's biggest rival forever, uh, and campus may not have the glowing record that they've had in some years past, but they may have the best player in this part of the state, and Andrew Burton, and, and a decent supporting cast. How good is he, and how much? How many matchup problems do they present for you guys? Oh, they're, they match up. They're a matchup problem for just about anyone, I'd suspect. Um, you know, Andrew is such a talented kid, and. Um, you know, he can hurt you, obviously, on the block with his length and his size. He can hurt you from well behind the three-point arc. Um, tremendous in tra- transition, tremendous rebounder. Um, we did a good job on him the last time uh, we faced him in our gym, but that's certainly no guarantee that that, that can happen again. Um, Case and Thomas is just about as tough a matchup as Andrell. He's just such a quick and athletic uh, point guard who's, uh, really stepped up this year and, and stepped up his game to a higher level. And, and like you said, they're, um, they're, they're starting five in particular. They have some, some nice fits in terms of guys to play roles on that team. So um, very, very good team. And, and uh, Zach's done a, a great job in his first year out there um, taking over for Coach Davis. And so we, we know if it comes to that game that we'll more than have our hands full at any time Derby and campus get together. It's it's uh, it's a zoo out here, so I, we know that would be the case. But um, first things first, obviously, I know they're locked in on Garden City as, as we are on Dodge City. So, And I got a kind of a selfish question to ask you about media coverage because I really struggle. I'm very interested in, in high school basketball. I always have been. Uh, It's a challenge to find out much about it. It's a challenge to keep up with what's going on. Uh, You've certainly been a part of high school basketball for a while. You remember what it was like when there was uh, massive coverage. Is it it as much fun without that coverage? Uh, Do you have to look for other ways? Uh, I, I don't know exactly what I'm trying to ask, but do you miss that? Do you miss the notoriety of, of high school basketball? You know, I, I sure do, and it's you know I kind of came of age as a coach. I was I was a young coach when it was still you know front page news on the Eagle and, and stuff like that. Um, and as I've you know kind of become a little bit more of a veteran, that's that's gone more and more away. And you know, thank goodness for people like you know Joanna Chadwick who still do everything that they can with uh, Vipe and all that to to kind of keep. Uh, keep the drum beating a little bit but um, yeah it's it's it is too bad Uh, I think um, the evolution of social media has helped and hurt Um, 
you know, the kind of the the downfall of, you know, opening up the paper in the morning to see scores and headlines um, has contributed to that. Um, so on our end, we try to do everything we can to promote our games and, and promote our kids via social media and, and all that. But uh, I think you're right, Bob. It's, it's not the same and it's too bad. It was a, a lot of fun um, back in the day when it seemed like uh, Wichita area high school basketball was where it was at uh, and, and the, the media coverage was a big part of that. And um, I think there's still some great ball here. There's some things worthy of being covered. It's It's just a matter of having the personnel and the resources to do it. All right, Brett, we wish you the best of luck. Of course, uh, those of us who went to Derby and made such a mark athletically like I did uh, continue to care deeply about the Panthers. Thank you for coming on today. You bet. We appreciate it, Bob. Thank you. There you go. See, he didn't dispute that at all. Couldn't, couldn't even get a laugh out of him. He didn't dispute it. He may have. Uh, he I don't may, know he, if he heard it. He may have taken a moment to think, I wonder if he did do that. And then he said, well, no, I would have heard about that by now. Well, I mean, you know, I hadn't, you know, that 17 for 17. Allegedly. That happened in Derby. It sure did. No one can ever take that away that from That gym you. no longer exists. It's too bad. They should have given me the rim. Now that I look back All the on it. Other times you abused it? No, I didn't hit it. That's why I'm I, saying I other got, times. No, no, that, I, I didn't. <laughs> that it, my, the, my shot didn't you touch okay? it. What do you mean am I okay? Uh, you, uh, you, uh, get, uh, <laughs> you get me worked up. I know. All right, time for a break. We've got a Bob and Jeff draft coming up at 325 today. I'll announce the category when we return. The Bob and Jeff Show, KFH. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.